0: that Davis show. We are back. We got a lot to get into today. Bears have a new quarterback and a new offensive and, lineman. And, well, who's the new Same offensive reaction. lineman?
1: Jermaine Fetty back.
0: Oh, yeah. It's funny on the um, Under Center podcast, Adam Hogue had mentioned that he wouldn't mind if Jermaine Fetty came back. We got a show dropping uh, a show dropping today about the Andy Dalton situation and I like to put it like that situation I was
1: a year late I remember with D I was telling you guys Andy
0: Dalton year too late year too late uh then again we got to jump into March early I'm sorry here here in the state of Illinois we revved up for our local teams Loyola but really with the fight in the line and then we got to go over with spring training, winding down in our, our two crosstown teams with the Chicago White Sox and the Chicago Cubs and close out with a little bit of up for grass. But uh, let me go off top. Off, off top. top? All right. And I, 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 I've i been wanting to get this story out. I haven't really told anybody about this story. Um, so I went to uh, – I think it was two days ago. Today's t- today is – I don't know if that was thir- If that was Sunday night or yesterday night, it may have been yesterday. When, when did I tell you? Yeah, did you it was yesterday? It was last night. It was last night, right? <laughs> let you know how my brain had to put some distance in between it. So I, I went, I went to throw the recycling out, right? <laughs> and um, before I walk over to the recycling bin, um, I have like two. I have two garbage cans. Then I have the recycling, like two garbage cans, right here, like this, and then the recycling bin is like over this way, in front of the gate. Uh, but turn sideways so it's not poking out in the alley and obstructing anybody from getting driving through the alley. So I'm going to the recycling and I decide because it snowed yesterday, I said, you know what? Let me knock this snow off of the top of the garbage lid so it won't be heavy. You know what I'm saying? Just in case it's stuck, but just so it won't be heavy. So I I just pop it up, it falls back down, right? So I pop, and in this hand I have my recyclables, right? Pop it up, falls back down then all of a sudden, it flies open, right? And as it flies open, there is a dang raccoon who leapt, leaped, leapt up. And this was a question after him, like, how does the raccoon get out of the garbage can? I was like, I don't know, I guess it jumped. The damn thing, Ryan, hit the lid like this, all right? To let you know the vertical jump of the raccoon. He hit the lid, then grabbed onto the edge and thrust himself out of the, the, the garbage can Ran over the fence. The fences are probably about five, six. Jumped over the fence, side upside down like this, and stared at me. Right. So we're staring. Like this. I'm sitting there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there, heart jumping. I don't. I I swear I may have cursed. I know I said whoa. Right. Like. And the things look, and I said, I said, and this is how I know this this raccoon speaks English. I said, go on, raccoon. And the raccoon just jumped down and started to walk away, right? Oh, perfect. Because I found
1: your raccoon. This is the guy <laughs> that attacked you, right? <laughs> exactly.
0: After <laughs> calls him rocky. He so I he definitely got after my ass. So <laughs> I come in the house and I'm just like, whoa. Whoa! Cause my heart is like I'm. It just startled the living crap out of me, right? And she's like, "What?" And I was like, "I'll tell you uh, when I come downstairs." And when I came downstairs, she's like, "It's something to do with Rocky." You mean like Rocky and Bo Weagle, you know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. flying squirrel. I was like, "Yeah, it was something to do with Rocky." Right? Dude, it took me about thirty minutes to really get back to myself after just being startled the you know must out of me by that <laughs> raccoon. I mean, oh, my goodness, man. I mean, because, I mean, it would be... Oh, look
1: at him. He's scary.
0: (laughs) It would have even been different had, when I opened it up, it jumped out, which it still would have shocked me. But the fact that the lid closed, and then all of a sudden like, some type of action movie when someone's pulling out two guns jumping out of something. The raccoon basically jumped. It was oof, man, that one. It had me right there, buddy. I, it had me. That raccoon. But I faced it and I let it know that I was the man. And then I said, so I said, I gotta watch this raccoon and see where he walks because I don't want him to walk the way that I'm walking. So I watched him. He climbed up a tree. Uh, but I don't even think that's like the queen raccoon because the raccoon that we're thinking about is, is, is this is real big husky raccoon around here, right? Husky. And it wasn't that husky, so it, it may have been that one of that raccoon's kids or whatever. But it was definitely startling. I will. I don't think um, ever. In mind, you. I wasn't taking out the trash, but I'm. I don't think I'm taking out the trash at nighttime anymore. If I. If even if it crosses my mind, that bad boy's going out in the daytime. Don't be afraid.
1: You just no, walk up to him, say, "I know you're an adventure star, but I, I'm a big fan. I'd love an autograph. That's all."
0: That's Guardians of the Galaxy, right? <laughs> just don't say Avengers, just throwing Avengers in there like that. That's the last we saw him. Okay. But uh, I, the funny thing is, I, I do feel like I've come to some type of agreement with this raccoon. So I feel like we know, all right, you do your thing, I'll do mine. Interest but still, still dude, Interest that was... Him. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But still, that was... That they was wear good. a
1: mask for a
0: reason. Can't trust them. I know. Always Protect stay them. ready. Stay ready. <laughs> I'm ready to rob at any moment, but yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: I got you, Ken. Wink.
0: <laughs> More like I got you dead next time I see you. Uh, so that was my crazy wildlife story that took place last night that whew, and Kelsey then goes upstairs into Kent's room because it faces into the alley. It's like, I'm going to spot him. I'm going to spot him with this flashlight and I'm going to scare him. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know. My neighbor who has the chickens, I talked to him last year about the racco 'cause because, yeah, the raccoon goes from my neighbor to the south of me through my yard because I think it's in the neighbor to the south of me's garage. Is I'm it's a i am its i got a good feeling from someone who did construction on that garage that there's a bunch of raccoons over there, <laughs> right? A bunch, which is like, what the hell is going on? Um, you got rats instead of raccoons, huh? You got raccoons instead of rats, uh, um, yes. So, but I because I, 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 I told the neighbor two houses north, like, hey, that has the chickens. Like, yo, that raccoon is crawling through my yard and pot. It was a possum at the time, and it's coming over your way because you had those chickens over there. Uh, so the raccoon drifts all the way over there. But dude was like, yeah, I tagged him and made it seem like he was gonna get him. And I, I just went to, sitting here wondering, like, when is this gonna take place? And th- those things, you know, they have raven. Where in the hat? Next right. time. <laughs> they can have they can have rabies and all types of just nastiness just ugh, to say the least. But yeah, that raccoon, uh, I feel like it lost that day. It didn't beat me because it was eating and I disturbed its eating. And it scurried along its way without finishing this meal. I
1: like how it's a win loss. We gotta we gotta break it down here on that Davis show. Who won? Who lost? It was the vic- raccoon or it,
0: Ken? It was a victory. It wasn't the type of victory that you know, what I'm saying I, I anticipated going into to, uh, to, to dropping off the recyclables. But you know what? Uh, we went out there today. Uh, there was a couple of variables we didn't expect, but we, we listen. We got back in the game. I stared that raccoon down, and I sent that raccoon along its way. So we took that W today, and we're gonna take it all the times we see that. A damn raccoon! Mm. All right, let's go, team. On three, nah, but uh, <laughs> let's go, Davis. Let's yeah. just go, let's go. But yeah, dude, that one, woof. That was that was a bit much. What was, was uh?
1: Like, what was the uh, harder part? That raccoon incident or reading Andy Dalton as the quarterback for the Bears?
0: <laughs> raccoon, <That> raccoon. It's <laughs> personal. Andy Dalton is. You know what? Andy Dalton. I'm still numb from Andy Dalton being signed to the Bears. I'm sure everyone should know uh, Andy Dalton was signed to the Bears for, for a one-year deal for ten million dollars, and he get I think has three more million in incentives. I, I, th- I know we all hope he's just going to be the backup. You know what I'm saying? And Nick Foles is going to be sent on his way. But um, I'm still just not- I mean, if you go into if you go into camp with Nick Foles and Andy Dalton, that would just I don't know a worse. I will have to go back in the annals of bears quarterbacks to think about two guys that you felt like you couldn't depend on necessarily at this point in their career, uh, both as far as starter and backup. It has to be one of those years when like PT Willis was the backup or, you know, say Henry Burris or, you know, like just some of those type of cats, like who, whoever the starter was, wasn't playing that well. And the you know, people opine for the backup, but yeah. Um, I'm numb to it to a certain degree because um, I, I guess to a certain degree, I have to wait to see what, what other shoe drops. Um, are they going to move up in the draft? Um, are they going to sign Trent Williams uh, away from the 49ers? Um, so that's that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I'm not happy. Uh, the fact that they could have done this last year um, and you could have looked at how much money he was paid by the Cowboys and you gave up a fourth round draft pick. And more money to Nick Foles initially uh, uh, getting here is um, it's ri- it's ridiculous. I mean, just to think he went from how how did you you didn't do anything in Dallas and they got the whip. As far as skill players down there, we could talk about Zeke not being the old Zeke. But when you're talking about Gallup, CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper, you got you tri- a triumphant right there. At receivers right in a past happy league. And you're supposed to be, a, a, you know, a quarterback that, you know, from the pocket quarterback. Uh, how did he go down there for three million and increase his value? I mean, it's that's he played bad behind Dak after Dak went out with injury. Um. So it's just bad business. Well, he does go ahead. we know
1: Ryan Pace wants to just throw money at free agent quarterbacks? He did the same thing with Mike Glennon. How did Mike Glennon get that boom, that bump? So I think that's that neck
0: standard. That this, Pace, yeah. Pace saw that neck and he was like, <laughs> "That's a long neck. I need to pay that man." Right. (laughs) Literally
1: a sunny episode where it's like they're negotiating. It's like keeping his chin high. Ooh, he's got a high neck. That means he can trust him. It's this
0: guy. uh, It's this guy on um, Instagram. And I think uh, I forget what his name is, but he has a character. It's like Mike J something. He has a character called like uh, Down Batman. And he's always looking at something. Like it could be like a fish, a puffer fish moving his mouth. And he'll be looking at it and he'll be, he'll see, he's he's, 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 he's aspiring. Right. And he'll be looking at it. And then somebody be like, sir, sir. He turn around. He'd be like, So give me that fish. Right. And I feel like that was Ryan Pace when he saw Andy Dalton's neck, when he was like, "It's like, but sir, but sir, <laughs> give me that man's neck. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it's still. I, I'm. I'm in with you. He's made a ton of mistakes when it comes uh, to quarter to quarterback in general here in Chicago. He, he's just made a lot of mistakes, uh, to say the least, and uh, it hasn't gotten better. And I mean, the only thing we can really say right now is you, you got you better go out and draft a quarterback as far as moving up in this draft. That's what the plan, that?
1: right? Like I, I'm thinking, Andy Dalton is going to battle Nick Foles. For the starting spot, because they can't trade up high enough to get somebody in the top ten. I'm thinking that they'll probably hope that somebody falls around ten if they're going to try to trade up. Maybe it's not even a first round quarterback, but I think that's the plan, right? Get draft a quarterback. He's the future, and for one year, we're going to stick with Foles and Andy Dalton.
0: That's bad business. Uh, but I I'll say this too. I'll say this. A part of me does not want them to just get rid of all the future regime, not this regime's draft capital. Um, so I'll be honest with you. If they, let's just say they went to this draft, they draft, let's, they signed Trent Williams or they don't, uh, but they draft uh, a, a, a tackle, right? And fill out all their needs uh, throughout the draft and then go back into this next year, but don't sit there and give away first round picks. To be honest with you, I wouldn't be upset in a way. Now I, I'm, I, I'm saying that after I just said, I hope they do something else. But I'm worried about letting Matt Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace um, chase chase after chase after money. You know what I'm saying? As far as, uh, you know, like when you're, um, I forget what it's called, it, it, when you're a gambler and you're trying to uh, win just to replace the money that you lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. do you ever play like uh, DraftKings or something like that? Uh, and you play like whatever sport, but particularly let's just say football. And let's say on Sunday, you go in, you lose $20. And then Monday's game, you're trying to make it back up, and I, I I I don't want for them to keep getting opportunities to make it up and giving away draft capital like it's meaningless. Um, so that that's part of me uh, wants them to stay pat, but I think the plan is uh, to definitely move up uh, to get a quarterback. You know, and you have uh, Alex Smith's restructuring down there in Atlanta, so we don't know if they're going to go quarterback or not. I would, I mean, to me, if I was them. I would still draft a quarterback and just have Alex Smith uh, be the starter next year in the quarterback. So let's just say if, if Fields is your guy, and a lot of people still question uh, Fields' ability necessarily to move off his third, to, to move off of the third guy, the second guy, to find a third guy, if you can can make sure he uh, doesn't get his first two reads or doesn't, the first two guys aren't open, I should say. Um, so that that's kind of the way that I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go out and draft one of these rookie quarterbacks, hopefully not Mac Jones. Um, road tied all day. I'm just not I'm not in on Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones, in the right situation, can be a good pro, um, but that's with a, a nice offensive line behind him um, and an effective play caller uh, shooting down the plays to him. And we definitely know as of now, we don't have that in Matt Nagy. Um, but again, perhaps with the connection between Andy Dalton and Bill Lazor, that's also telling us again that Bill Lazor is going to be the, the chief play caller, perhaps. Look at this connection. Look at that Look at eyesight. That intensity. Look at that intensity. One day. He got his guy. Ugh. yeah. Listen, I feel like he went, Ugh. and he you was know, like, Andy Dalton's like, oh, yeah. Andy Dalton's like, what? And then Matt neck says to him again. Right. Ugh. Andy's <laughs> like, do I have to get in this close? Right, like Do we really you, have you, to talk like this right now, Coach. Jesus, red rockets.
1: I might play for red. you one day, so I'll, I'll I'll get close. But boy, I don't really like it.
0: Yes. So, what was your thoughts when you found out that the Bears had signed uh, Andy Dalton?
1: Uh, I mean, I didn't have much hope for any of the big fishes being traded for. It just honestly, all I keep thinking about is you really made a mess here. <laughs> this regime uh, man i was we were talking about andy Dalton in a year ago and i thought of him as one of the most attractive options that was available for them to get outside of like tom brady and probably teddy bridgewater because teddy bridgewater didn't want to come to the bears since he had to battle for a starting spot with mitch but after seeing how Andy played and how you broke it down, like with all that talent around and supposedly this offensive coach and Mike McCarthy, they couldn't do anything right. And he looked beyond terrible and he didn't look accurate. He didn't look good whatsoever. And that's really how Nick Foles looked. And he was another one where I thought maybe, you know, you bring him in, he knows the system. Maybe he can give you at least competent quarterback play. I just don't even know if they can get that. And then if you, really break it down. I mean, why, why does free agency really even exist? It exists because of all the mistakes you make in the draft when you have to go sign somebody because you couldn't draft that prospect and develop them. And you see that one quarterback drafted in six years for Ryan Pace.
0: Which is crazy for a guy to right. say he's gonna do it. A quarterback every, he, you know what? He, but he hit us. He knew what our weakness was in his Green Bay, and how Green Bay at not just uh, from drafting two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, but gained draft capital from uh, Aaron Brooks, from uh, Mark Brunell, from uh, um, what's what's his name, and uh, Matt Flynn, Matt, Matt, Matt Hasselbeck. Um, you know, like all of those. I think Matt Flynn was a free agent, wasn't he? Yeah, but he had that. A couple epic games is yeah no I know what back. got a, I I right. know what got him there but I was just pointing out that not just having and I mean you could throw him oh in there but too. you're saying they're getting the assets yeah yeah they're getting they use those quarterbacks to gain more assets listen like perhaps now this is a first rounder perhaps that's what's going to happen with Jordan Love but you can't go higher than the first rounder I mean maybe somebody will give you. A higher pick than where he was drafted, but I doubt that with no one having eyes on him, for would probably be two or three years at least. You know what I'm right. saying? But and you, you, know, you
1: traded a first rounder to get him,
0: right? That's so you—that's where I felt like Matt Ryan was was talking that talk like a tricky step daddy. I'm uh, just telling you whatever at the beginning like oh I'm gonna be a good step daddy i'm gonna be and then next thing you know he's a worthless ass step daddy so uh, that's that's kind of i felt like he you know so he was he was giving us a little bit of candy uh to trick us into liking him uh because the proof is in the pudding uh he as you just said he's only drafted one quarterback and the, the thing is too after drafting Mitch he had to be so determined to make sure that mitch is successful. That he dared not draft somebody, someone that the fans could be like, "Why aren't you putting him in?" Or the media can be like, "Why aren't you putting that player in?" You know, so so he definitely, yeah, he definitely wasn't going to do it after uh, uh, picking up Mitch, and especially when he traded up uh, one spot to get Mitch, and Mitch was the worst, uh, was the, the, the least out of the three quarterbacks that went in the first round that year.
1: And I know for me, like just looking at pace, like you go out of your way to get Matt Nagy, this supposed offensive quarterback guru, and you don't even draft like a late round prospect for him to try to develop, you know, a mid round prospect for him to just develop, especially when you know you're paying way too much to uh, chase Daniel as your backup at the time when Mitch was a, a, ascending and they were trying to you know like you just said put that comfortability around him and give that buffer zone like hey Mitch you're our guy you don't have any competition behind you so don't worry you just develop 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 but you knew you can pay 10 million to your backup forever you need to have some kind of other option is Tyler Bray really going to be your next backup or you just have to sign somebody off the streets I mean you just pointed out again with Green Bay we saw this with New England we've seen this with plenty of teams it's so worth it to draft another quarterback and try to develop him just on the off chance. You might get a second or third or first rounder for a guy that people just want, because he might've had a game or two. Like to me, when I saw Andy dong flash across, these are the thoughts that went through my head, just total, utter disregard and failure at the most important position in the sport that you are currently in without a quarterback, you're not doing anything. And if you just are going to put all your eggs in a Mitch basket All your eggs in a Mike Glennon basket and all your eggs in a Nick Foles basket, like, We all. You don't have to be an NFL GM to tell you you're putting a lot of eggs in the wrong basket.
0: (laughs) You bet. You bad at basketing right there. You you you're a bad basketing mf right there, man. Like Like,
1: go ahead and ask Ken. He's got extra eggs that he's given to D. He knows how to do with eggs and baskets. (laughs) Apparently, Ryan Pace doesn't.
0: (laughs) Yes, I did hit my boy my buddy up with some nice organic brown eggs uh, that he scooped up. But we did it very safe we weren't face to face i stuck my hand out the door he had on the mask him and gracie uh, stopped by to grab those eggs and shout out to them and we're going to go see uh the marvel exhibit at the museum Day he's going to take me and my family since they have museum passes hmm. that way yeah so good to hang out with my old partner <clears throat> in the future uh, after everyone gets shots that are going to get shots yeah, that's great. I talk to people. Some people aren't getting shots. I, I get it, though. I don't trust the government either. But um, yeah, I'll be stupid this time. Get them and get that shot.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about the March Madness before we go down. Sorry, I didn't mean
0: I didn't mean to do that. Go ahead. Go ahead. But so, yeah, definitely. It's that time of the year. It's March Madness time. And actually here. And I don't think either one of us are huge Big Ten guys. But this is the year to be a big. Usually team, the opposite. Yeah, this is the year. Um, uh, looking at Chicago native CVS alum. I I live, man. I live uh, maybe a mile. Not depending on the parking lot where where I took range actually at CVS. <clears throat> um, and you do it in their parking lot. I'm not even that far from that parking lot. if we're talking about the main building, I'm almost a mile from it. But uh, yeah, uh, as I was telling you, when my cousin went there at the same time. Um, at the CVS Um, so you got Juwan Howard in Michigan uh, bringing Michigan back uh, even though they have been playing well before but you know now it's like yeah yeah you have uh, um, you you have everything that's going on with Underwood with the Fighting line bringing that energy back uh, from the past years that has me the most stoked closer to home you have Loyola in the same bracket as um, the Midwest bracket with
1: shout out to Jason right there (laughs) Loyola got some shafting when it came to seating. He was probably right. very happy about
0: that. He was pro- <laughs> he's probably the, the person that the, 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 the hooked it up like that. Like
1: Right. Like uh, the selection committee's calling them. Hey, they're number 10 in net. We should probably make them a two or three seat. no, nah, 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 nah. Let me tell you about Porter Moser
0: and this Harry Potter thing they got going on. It's an eight
1: seed that needs to play the eye
0: if they even advance. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it's just a happy times. I'm I'm really stoked. You're gonna go to Las Vegas this weekend, correct? Mm-hmm. You're gonna go Get to Las start. Vegas this weekend for the start of it. I'm gonna be um, down here in my basement, uh, just soaking it all in. Um, definitely tuning into the to the line and Michigan games. to say that the, out of two teams that I'm really following, uh, maybe a little bit of Iowa. Um, you know, just a couple of. I'm definitely gonna look at a little bit of Oklahoma State just to see what K Cunningham is doing. Mm-hmm. um so those are those are and, and also Gonzaga uh with Suggs yeah. and those vets that are there so i, I mean why. Be, i just uh, want them to win it yeah i do too but it would be funny if they won it this year because with there, there's kind of feels like the least Gonzaga's team to have such a high prospect this i got that's going to be drafted in the top 5 basically uh to be a Gonzaga and he's a one and done too like how many gonzaga one and duns have we right? seen so was that yeah, like so, adam morrison was like the last one or something like that but I mean, he—I don't think Adam Morrison was a one and done. I'm I don't even sure. know. I'm yeah. pretty sure he, he wasn't a one and done. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't. I can't even think of a Zach that was a one and done or like that. Yeah. So you know, that so that that that's that's just some of the interests that I definitely have about these upcoming games. What about you?
1: Yeah, I would say Michigan's a big one for me. I've I've really, ever since Beeline took over and then Howard now, I've really liked that program for whatever reason. So I've been rooting on them. I like them. Definitely going to be following the Illinois teams for sure, but just kind of bummed that it's most likely going to end for one of them within the second round. At the most, because it's going to be Illinois and Loyola if both of them advance after their first round matchup. So, obviously, one of them is going to lose if that is the case. Uh, I do like the Gonzaga that you brought up. I kind of like Ohio State. I don't know
0: why. I don't want that. Listen, I'm happy they didn't end up in the same bracket as uh, the fighting Alana. Yeah, I don't think that, they the want fri- to play them a third time. Yeah, that game. Oof, Lord. Like, that one. That was a that was, that was a hard-fought game. Uh, keep them away. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let them meet them in the, the Final Four or whatever. But, yeah, I, the, the Ohio State team is a, is a nice team, too. Like, it's just the Big Ten is pretty much stacked this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like fake stack. It's legit, legit stacked right. with talent and, and, and guys that – have been there long enough and enough ball movement in the backcourts, we know that usually is, helps a lot when it comes to March Madness. So, man, and it's us be, it's be uh, enjoyable, especially since last year we didn't have March Madness. Right.
1: And let's be real. I mean, the Illini, they're the favorite, right? I mean, they look tremendous. They're about as complete a team as I have seen at all. They're crazy athletic. Uh, Kofi Cockburn in the middle is a terrific big. They've got a they go Coburn. I think they go
0: with Cole. Coburn. Go. Sorry.
1: Yeah. So, sorry. Coburn. Yeah, me and my I knowledge. <laughs> but they got the big, they got the number
0: one. <laughs> you was waiting scorer. to get that out your mouth, wasn't you? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, they, I love that. Uh, oh, now I'm blanking on the other kid. But, and Andre Cabella. Yeah, I love his game and just him as kind of like a slasher creator kind of thing as a third option. They've got shooting they defend. I mean, those Ohio State games, I was so impressed with them because Ohio State's coming with everything they got. And they've got plenty of talent. And Kevin Butler, their head coach, does a great job. He took over for Brad Stevens at Butler and then uh, took over the Ohio State gig. They played them so tough, but those final three, four minutes, that's when Illinois would pull away. And that's usually a mark of a really great team, especially they're playing like this heading into the tournament.
0: I'm with you, but I worry if it's due to my biasness, too, because I'm I'm really feeling this a lot in that team. Um, I feel this team and I know it's going to be like heresy. I feel this team a little bit more than the Ron Williams, D Brown Luther head squad. Um, like, so, so I'm really feeling this team, and I really want them to go all the way. Uh, so I, I'm biased as far as me thinking that, you know what I'm saying, that they're they a lock. I mean, you still have Baylor out there. Um, I think Nevada uh, did well this year. Um, you got some squads, you know what I'm saying? It's, and then it's March It's March madness, man. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times the, 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 the teams that are, are picked to go all the way, those aren't the teams that make it. You know what I'm saying? So uh and
1: then throw I, on the pandemic on top. We already have referees being sent home that were well, put in. Teams
0: into the- that couldn't right. even try to get in. Like look at what Duke, even though Duke may have not made it, but they had to shut it all down because of uh the pan I mean because of coronavirus.
1: Louisville, I think, is the first team in if they need to swap out a team for whatever reason in terms of COVID. But just it's a huge red flag when you've got a bunch of officials that they weren't prepared for in their Indiana like complex hosting this. And then they send out the officials to go get something to eat and they all contract COVID. Like, what is going on? That's the yeah, officials. It, like, you got to get your
0: shit together. Yeah, dude. It's, it's too much money. On the line And especially since The NCAA doesn't share It with the players That they man, should And you missed out Last year Like this is so Important this year Great point Great point that, that you should Have it set up You should have it set up Like to a certain degree The bubble The NBA bubble You know And I'm sure That those Like those officials When it comes it Came to meal time, How it was regimented So that they wouldn't Come in contact With someone That perhaps has uh, COVID The coronavirus uh, But yeah that They, they blew it uh, With that one man And, and on top of that it's worse because you're doing you're doing this to free labor that you're exploiting. Mm-hmm. So that makes it it'd be different if these were professionals getting paid. Um, but when you're looking at these kids are interesting you want their future, you're getting over on them, and, and then you're not even really taking care of
1: them. Yeah, and you think with all the money you're pocketing, you could get some. Some real resources to preserve your tournament rather than, you know, like if this thing unravels because you don't have the proper securities and protocols in place, like, boy, can we add another black mark to the NCAA or do they even have room for another black mark?
0: You know, what? I wonder, did they? By any chance, get in contact with the NBA and try to find out what were the key points of the bubble in Orlando at Disneyland or why were the sports, Um, because that's you got to get that close to it or even with the NHL, what they did um, last year. Um, you you, you got to go to the people that have really figured it out um, so that you don't mess up. And again, you don't get someone sick. Maybe, you know, someone could really feel f- fall ill. Um, you don't want that on, on you, especially, you know, how we feel about college athletics. Um, so it, it's definitely going to be uh, interesting. And on top of that too, um, the, these young men, I mean, are they going to stick to the script and stay in their hotel rooms um, make sure that no, they don't come in any contact with anybody. Um, so and they you don't know affect-
1: Indiana's going to be putting on the celebrations around them. Can you yeah. stay away
0: from that? I mean, yeah. I mean, if the All Star Game is the the spot to show up in because you want to meet an NBA player, what about before it gets to the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> I would think to final four guy, it's got to be in the top five or six, right? As far as, and this is yeah, Indiana. Gotta-
1: they pop boners for basketball. Like this is their sport. This is the one they go crazy over the Hoosiers. Right. And especially when it's college athletics are sweet, innocent college players that <laughs> never, <laughs> never, ever want anything except integrity and the respect of the game. You would I'm think that you. they are just going crazy with celebrations, parties in Indiana. I don't know what their COVID restrictions are for the regular citizens, but
0: I would imagine that this is a potential. Oh, you know they weren't. Come money. on, you know Indiana was open for the most part. Like, I they may have had some restrictions, but come on, it's Indiana. You know that. All right, that was my assumption. For All sure. right. Listen, uh, that's the state that the governor called the old governor used to call his 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 wife Ma. All right, Ma. They, so yeah, dude, you you know damn well that they were uh that, that it was open like MF. They didn't. I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna turn into Indiana hate real soon. Yeah, it's gonna turn into a flip. Turn into a flip before you know it.
1: Screw that Indiana side with me, Jason, like I did with Loyola.
0: <laughs> what you got next? Uh,
1: any spring training stuff with the uh, Cubs and Sox winding down. They played each other recently. How you feel about uh, the baseball season coming up pretty soon here?
0: It's spring training, but my team hasn't played the way I would desire. I hope it's just they're just getting ready for the season. And it's not that they're going to start off slow. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I feel like two weeks, a week or two ago, I was more into it. One, I, I guess, I mean, I'm usually working, uh, so I'm not streaming. But I would have loved to see more of the games, especially now that, now that NBC Sports only has the socks you would think you don't have to worry about the Sox and the Cubs. You would think they would play more of the spring training games uh, just to get us ramped up, especially, you know, we're all fiending for it. So, it, it, and the thing is, it pops up on my television when they play, but it th- that doesn't mean necessarily that I can view it like, you know what I'm saying? So it'll, be, it'll alert me, Hey, the Sox are playing so-and-so, the Padres. Right. But like, if I, when I turn to just see MLB TV, uh, NBC uh, sports and NBC sports plus, uh, the, the game isn't there. And I'm like, man, I really want to see it, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure I could stream it. But like I said, I've been busy. Um, another weird I'm thing ex- with
1: this spring has been, cause we were looking at the games and all that stuff. Uh, they all play during the day and you might have one night game. So that's kind of, I think part of it too, because normal, okay. Spring training, I think they're doing a mix of day and night games, but because of the pandemic and everything, I think that they're trying to limit how many games are being accessible to people. So they play basically all of them at one
0: o'clock with maybe a night game. you can still put my team on like it's local. You can, you can run that. Just, 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 just put them on there so we can see it. But I mean, again, I'm not in baseball mode. I was, like I said, about a week or two ago uh, just hyped for the season to come back when they start the season. I'm going to get locked back into it. Um, I'm just worried to be honest with you. And I know I shouldn't, I shouldn't be like that. But when you, when you've been in this toxic relationship that we are with a lot of our teams here in Chicago, um, it's hard to think like the good old days are are coming around the bend, uh, and you worry that how long will those days last? You know what I'm saying, i.e., uh, Derek Rose blowing his ACL. You know what I'm saying, like how and, and, about I mean, the Cubs looking like, like monsters after 2016, uh, and then turning little then, kitties, right? You know, like and, and as a, as a younger man, a man, a kid growing into a teenager, you know, it's a dude that proved to me, like, man, if I'm here. Every year it's legit, and that, that's a different type of poke your chest out that Jordan gave us. Um, I sometimes feel like, um, it's the curse of MJ, like you get this greatness, just you gotta pay for many years after having this type of greatness. But, but uh, didn't
1: we pay for a lot of years before Jordan? Wasn't that like the prize for paying already,
0: or was the 85 team like your reprieve? No. It was because, I mean, you got to look at them. They were expansion team. How many expansion teams do we see, like, especially back no, in the day? No, but days? I'm
1: saying in Chicago because the Cubs
0: were beyond terrible. The White Sox were oh, beyond
1: yeah. terrible. only thing was the 85 Bears and the little run in the late 80s. Besides that, I thought that was the reason for Jordan, for all the Chicago sports misery. So you get no. Jordan.
0: No, you got, you had sweetness, you had Gale, you had Dick, but you got to pay for all of that, you know? And of course we're joking, but you got to pay Cause I'll say this real quick. Back in the days, expansion teams used to suck forever. Like until like the, the Raptors backs, maybe. Yeah. Like those teams kind of twisted it, Of uh, the Marlins, you know, the to f- where Knights. Yeah. Yes. But like Tampa Bay, like Tampa Bay before Tony Dungy, was the jokingest joke of all jokingest jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only thing good teams- about him
1: was the creamsicle.
0: Right. And those teams usually, you know, those expansion teams, it usually takes forever, especially if they don't have the right front office to be able through an expansion draft and through the draft to be able to set the players up. Kind of like we said about the Vegas Knights, as far as how well they set them up through the expansion draft. But yeah, usually you suck. So the Bulls suck because they were an expansion team. They, what they missed, I think they could have drafted Kareem and they didn't get it on a, a, on a, a, on a flip and, or, the same thing applies to magic. I think uh, it was, it, they could have had magic. It's, it's one of the two was on a coin flip that they lost. all in with on. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, you know, even though yeah, throw in with Terry Bradshaw. You know what I'm saying? So um, it, it's it, it, it's still getting back to the baseball. Um, I hope it just I just hope it goes well. You know what I'm saying? I, I think Sox fans. It's the summertime. We're going to be able to go to the stadium. I mean, out the guaranteed rate. Um, to kind of commiserate with one another, um, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be a lovely time. I just want the victories, uh, and I don't want the, I don't want to see the Dodgers in the World Series. If Me I had too. my druthers, you know, but, but I'm yeah, right i there with you. I, I want to see what both teams do. Uh, hopefully, the Cubs start out hot and strong. I don't. I want. I want both teams to play well because it provides us with entertainment and content um you know especially coming off of a baseball i mean a football season that it was stressful the entire season Ugh, right. you know even the 5 and 1 it was just the most stressful 5 and 1 that you ever have seen you know coming coming off that coming off the bulls really not doing anything to, to, to take our mind off of you know what i'm saying the the the, the bears you know right. what i'm saying
1: like it's better you, but still kind
0: of yeah <laughs> it's still like it's you know and you put so many years in with these teams that especially when you're younger that you go through the ups and downs and when you get older you don't feel like the downs as much as you did when you were younger you know what I'm saying so um yeah hopefully the socks can uh give us a reprieve and shine some sunshine on this funk that is Chicago sports right now
1: but definitely the Cubs need to get off to a good start compared to the socks I think we is that safe to say that we both kind of feel like the Sox are better equipped to eventually be the strong team by the end no, of the season?
0: I disagree with that. I'll say this, because all you guys really got to worry about is the Cardinals for the most part, you know, where we you still got the Twins. You don't know. Cle- Cleveland's got has pitching up the yin-yang, you know. They do have uh, pitching. They have pitching and you know what you you can go far with some pitching. You may not be able to uh, to win it all, but you can go far with some pitching. Uh, So those like if the Sox start off bad and those two teams start off hot. Yes, they have more weapons that you would think they should be able to catch up. But I mean, if those teams stay hot, you know what I'm saying? Who who knows? Uh, So I would say that really both teams don't you don't either one of them start off slow. They may be just 500 and middling. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the, 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 NL, the AL Central, I should say, being more difficult is a reason where you don't want to start off slow uh, and get behind two teams instead of just getting behind the Cardinals in the NL Central.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I guess my thinking is just I feel like attrition, the dog days, and some of that stuff, it's going to be a lot harder for the Cubs to deal with. I just don't True. think they have enough talent to just, you know, muscle their way to a good record versus the Sox who, you know, may uh, obviously we, they should get off to a hot start. They should try to win as many games as possible. And if they go through a lull, that's not a good thing, but they have those weapons, both in the pitching staff, the bullpen, the offense that I feel like attrition isn't going to bother them as
0: much as the Cubs. I can understand that. I can understand that. I, I can understand that. Even though the Cubs do have more talented people, give them props. As far as the core players that they have. There. I
1: think my big thing is the pitching. Like, I just don't know how that staff's gonna be. Worked, slow, we got the slow
0: tossers this year. No VLO you that got mean. going on over there. Right. Yeah.
1: I don't know what that means. Better does that mean in the corners? Does that mean they have the healthiest pitching staff all year long or something? Or does it just mean in every few days you're getting rocked pretty bad? Right. Right. Here's eight. Here's ninety-one. Here's (laughs) eighty-nine. It goes as
0: hot (laughs) eighty-seven. Oh, look at that movement! Oop, moved out of the park. (laughs) All right, Ryan, let's go up for grabs.
1: Let's start off with some NFL free agency, and it hasn't started quite yet. We're waiting for the new league calendar to start and all that good stuff. But what have you thought of the the deals that have been reported and what has surprised you the
0: most? The Patriots and Bill Belichick. Like, I ain't taking this time, Brady. Like, I thought the he jilted gonna, lover. Yeah. Like he it's like he went and bought a sports car or something after she left him. Right. I thought he was going to use this time. I have to say he still won't uh, to rebuild this team through the draft. And I mean, he still can do that. But I didn't see him going out and spending like he brought. He's trying to get what the, the Gronk and uh, um, uh, what's it? What's, what, what's the name? Yeah, he, Hernandez. Yeah. Thank you. Aaron Hernandez back with the two tight ends, Smith and Hunter Henry. Uh, the, the Judon. I, I like Judon. Good tight ends, by the way. Yeah, like they. And it also, if you look at it. It kind of plays into Cam's strength as far as being a guy that you know really used his tight end down there with the Panthers. Um. So now you have two of them. Uh, bringing in Nelson Aguilar. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying that he's a world beater or whatever, but we know they like speed. That was one of the problems when Tom Brady's last year there. They, they the receivers couldn't get any separation. Um, you still got Dale over there, man. They they got they and then let's not all and those James defensive Plain. players, all those defensive players come back one, but also remember this they didn't accrue a year last year. So you still got them like hey, if they had two years left, they still got two years left. Um so and maybe that's, that's what, why he's kind of spending, knowing that
1: I have a bunch of guys on a free year, maybe this is the year to spend. Yeah,
0: so I, that to me uh, definitely stood out that uh, he was like, I'm going to show you. Bob Kraft was like, no, 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 no. He's like, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how to spin this, this dough. And uh, that that stood out to me. What stood out to you? Yeah,
1: Patriots would definitely be my number one. But I guess besides the Patriots, uh, I guess it's kind of been some of the the bear stuff besides What we've talked about with the quarterback, just hearing Bears are trying to trade Anthony Miller, Leonard Floyd, ex-Bear, gets his four-year, sixty-four million dollar deal from the Rams, and that was a top ten pick you trade up for that you tried to develop and you couldn't do it. I think I saw on Twitter Lawrence Holmes he put a great question, like does Matt uh, does Ryan Pace get the win for drafting a prospect that gets that? that uh, contract or does he get the loss for picking the wrong coaches to develop that player? He gets the
0: loss. You know, I think I so mean, too. He gets the loss. That I mean, and listen, how 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 all in you were with Mitch, and of course you wanted more more sacks from Leonard Floyd. That's really the number that hurt him as much as you wanted more sacks. I, I don't know. I, can't, I I believe the first year with Mac, the pressures may have been there for him, even though the sacks may not have been. But you but you wanted more sacks, and you kept telling us all the time about how versatile of a player he is. And instead of sticking with him, and I'm not I, I'm not knocking you for not sticking with him because to a point it didn't make sense from what we've seen in the past to pay him fifteen million dollars uh, of that last season. But then he goes to a team with uh, even better defensive superstar Nero Donald and just takes off. You know what I'm saying? And it shows you that you didn't you didn't have him you didn't have him right. You know, uh, you didn't you didn't set him up, you know what I'm saying? And that that could have helped you a lot and not, you know, given Roku, I mean giving uh, Robert Quinn cuz listen, the Bears wouldn't if the the Bears could have signed him for a lot less than that had they went to him with a deal the year before. You know what I'm saying oh, like yeah. Hey, Shadi, we give you 35 mil, about three years, paying him like nine mil a year, depending on what what incentives he has, you know, to say what his cap, it will really be that year. Um, But, you know, let's say the deal, if you paid him nine million um, for three years, it'd be twenty seven million dollars guaranteed. Let's say you you give him thirty five, forty million dollar contract. He would. He probably would have taken that because there I mean think about it if he was so sought after there would have been teams offering him a whole contract last offseason and not just to play play on the value of the franchise uh, tag the the, the tag that he was going to get from the Bears the the fifth year tag you know what I'm saying so they basically the Rams were like here you're going to get 15 mil from the Bears we'll give you this 15 mil prove it right if he was killing teams would have been out the door trying to sign him and give him money so the Bears could have gotten him for less money and they messed up you know, yep. I, I see why, but you're supposed to know this better than I do. You know what I'm saying? And you had the faith, as you said, to move up to get him in the first place. So um, that mistake, I mean, it's, it's coupled with bad, another bad contract signing from a guy that didn't produce whatsoever last year in Robert Quinn. Uh, that's that's, uh, uh, um, that's one-dimensional as far as he does. not He's not a, a run-stuffer. Um, he's You know, he's known for just pressuring the QB. And you got rid of a guy who was a better all-around player uh, who hadn't proven as much as Robert Quinn, but you had to give Robert Quinn all that money to uh, to show up a spot that you thought you shared up through the draft.
1: Yeah, and I think on top of it, too, besides what you said, uh, the coach, Fran Staley, he was in your building. You could have had him as defensive do do. coordinator after Vic Fangio left because Vic took him to Denver to be whatever position before he was hired by the Chargers. I mean, you could have had this guy in your building I'm sorry, with the Rams before he went to the Chargers. You could have had Mm -hmm. this guy who clearly got the development out of Leonard Floyd. And then you look at it. Well, you went with Chuck Pagano instead and you had to go to Sean Desai, maybe because Chuck just wanted to retire. Maybe it was a forced retirement. But clearly, the cohesiveness you had with that 2018 defense was gone. Either the scheme change didn't work enough for the overall unit but it's, there's been a clear drop-off. And you wonder, if you had Brand Staley, like you said, you signed Leonard. Looking at more money right now. Are you looking at more possibilities right now? Instead of now, you're so locked in with Robert Quinn and some of these other guys that you got to hope that they come through.
0: You better pray they come through. You know, I mean, that's... But again, excuse me, you got Eddie Goldman coming back. Um, and that's definitely going to help that front. That front, uh, that front seven having him there, being that great run stuff for at least the fourth, perhaps best nose tackling in NFL, um, and maybe that'll help Robert Quinn and and also uh, Akeem Hicks if he's here, so that you know you can't have as many people on Khalil Mack. Uh, but we'll see, man. It's just, it's unfortunate because there was so much hope here in 2018. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we thought the, that we thought perhaps we had a defense that was on par to be as good, maybe better than the Ots team of of, of Briggs, Urlacher, uh, Olin Crutes and those guys. And I'm sure they were laughing in our face then and they really uh, rub our nose in it now uh, just because the team was hot once one year compared to uh, them. You know, they maybe have not been consistently back to back years, but they had definitely uh, hot seasons during that rain. Um, so it's just when you look at it and it, you, you would have hoped that um, you know, sometimes teams they they dip. Like you look at the Browns last year. I was telling D when he was like, "Yeah, the Browns going to be the team." It's like you can't have all that Freddie Kitchens not knowing what he's doing. You know, st- jumping up two jobs. I forgot about Freddie. <laughs> You're running the team basically. The organization picking the coach, um, and you know it's not going to it's not going to come together. Um, like that, but then you see what they did this year. You know what I'm saying? And so you hope that perhaps, okay, 2019, uh, the Bears, you know, they were eight and eight. They're gonna come back next year. They brought in Robert Quinn. You know, what I'm saying they started off five and one. Uh, even though we knew the five and one was BS, but you would you would hope that they could right the ship, and the ship seems to just take it be taking on more and more water. Uh, but they're good at plugging up holes, but they're they're, they're not good at, at bailing the rest of this and figuring fi- figuring out the problem and fixing it
1: they may be good at keeping afloat, but that's about it. Not at right, getting but now, destination.
0: now we're about to flip the dinghy over and have to lay a top lay a top the top of it, the bottom of it, I should say, uh, just to make sure we get to safety. So it's just it's just it's not the best situation.
1: What was your nickname for Freddie?
0: Was it Freddie? Get out of the kitchens? I don't I don't think I had a nickname for Freddie. You kitchens. had something for Freddie. I don't remember it, do but digging. Freddie, yeah, too I many cooks in the kitchens. <laughs> I don't know. I just knew uh I just knew he shouldn't have been the head coach. If you want oh. to make him the OC, that's one thing. But to go from a, a position coach all the way to head coach because the, the quarterback told you that I was the move. And that'd be different if this was like a 10 year veteran. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a second year quarterback, and you like whatever you want. And it's just like, come on now, stop. You know, relax. Who's worse.
1: Freddie Kitchens or Jim Tom Sula?
0: Oh, that's a good question, Freddie Kitchens.
1: Should. Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't argue. Freddie was pretty bad. <laughs> Freddie was. I mean, th- listen. On top of that, he had he had a lot of weapons. Like it wasn't like I mean that's the same team basically this year. Right. That was there last year. So, I mean, right. when you look at the receiving core, you look at defensively what they had, you know what I'm saying? Like, you do, and you're supposed to be an offensive guy. So, you were supposed to be able to figure out how to make sure that you accentuate all the talents that you have, at least on the offensive side of the ball. So, I think, and it could be recency bias, but I think it's Freddie Kitchens.
1: My last up for grabs. Made some news from the King, LeBron James, who has joined the Fenway Group and has become a part owner of the Red Sox. And the Fenway Group is going to be looking into investing into more teams that they can buy. What do you make of the latest in uh, investment that LeBron James has made?
0: They own, don't they own one of those Premier League teams too? The Fenway Group, I believe. I, th- I think I maybe, believe it could be so. maybe it, could, it may not be Premier League. It could be Lot League, But I know I thought they owned. Uh, a, a, a football team over in Europe, um I wonder how much him and Maverick had to pay to buy get into that was the first thing that I thought like how much ownership are we talking about? um how much did you put I mean LeBron is wealthy enough, not to say he did, but he could drop one fifty uh, with the amount of money that he has coming in regularly. Uh, and I'll also know that that's an investment, so it's not like 150 that's going to go away. Even though if the teams are struggling, you have to put some more money into it. But I, I saw Bill Maher talk about the Mets and how um he had to keep writing checks for the Mets because he had a Mets stake. Uh, but the thing was, when they sold, when the team was so- sold to his new owner, he said he made out for like a fat rat. So. You know, if you can handle it, man, that's one thing. D used to always say, man, if you have opportunity to buy a team, always do it because you're always gonna make make your money back and a lot more. Um, so I'm happy. It's another move for LeBron and Maverick Carter um, to sit there and set precedents. Um, going out there, joining up with that with 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 the Red Sox group. Uh, I mean, the Fenway group, I should say. Uh, we all know they're smart businessmen. So hey, you're putting yourself around around smart people to make more money. Um, clearly he's going to be a, a billionaire within five, six years. You know what I'm saying? Like I would, I would think, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, LeBron, there's very few things that LeBron has done the, um, that haven't been great, uh, to say the least. So there's more props to both of them on, uh, just being outstanding dudes and brothers. And
1: Liverpool was the premier league that they own. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think LeBron would be a terrific owner, just period. He seems like he the type be. that would be a great owner. So I would definitely be excited if LeBron James was a primary owner of one of the teams that I rooted for, and I could care less about the Red Sox, basically. But I think it's still cool that he's he's got a part ownership there, his stepping stone, and I think one day he's going to do the Jordan. He's going to flat out just own a team in some kind of sport and be the main guy oh, he's
0: going to own it he's going to own an NBA team it's not even a question uh that he will it's more of if and the thing is the league's going to maybe
1: go to like let's say he had a chance to get an NFL team would he take that over an NBA team
0: uh maybe but I think I think he would set it up to where he could part own a team and not be the major owner of one of those or NFL. Cause usually with the NFL, you can't own anything else. Usually I think, usually. but they can, they can make some concessions occasionally and they may make a concession uh, just because he's LeBron James and he's a minority. Um, but, and you want, you want to have that guy in your ownership ranks. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll say this, uh, I think his team, his, if he owned a basketball team, they would figure it out before Michael Jordan, uh, who basically just figured it out with with uh, Lamelo falling into his lap? Um, that because I think LeBron, when you look at what he did with his partners, as far as Maverick Carter and um, the other two guys, I forget their names now, and I forget what the acronym is for their their group. Um, but you see how he set them up and they took off. Um, I think he 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 can. He'll be able to do the same uh, a lot a lot easier than Michael Jordan has. Cause sometimes it seems like Jordan may have just had yes people around him uh initially down there in Charlotte. So I mean it's props, just props, man. And just an outstanding uh young man comes up from hard times. And I mean, how how has how has he let us down? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and I am saying that he has let us
1: down. China. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> don't
0: don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> That's what the lebron would say. You know that. Yeah. Oh, what about yes, China?
1: So. You forget about China? What about
0: that <laughs> Yeah. Forget so about that's, that? That's how the more props to him, man. More props, more success, um, you know, more money. Just keep doing your thing, man, and keep, you know what I'm saying? No, you know, no, I'm no, no, no. <laughs> that was a joke. Damn. I know. I'm joking with you. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's, it's, it's <laughs> Watch come on, man. We gotta clean this act up.
1: <laughs> I'll feel the opposite. We need to dirty
0: it up. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Mad Naki stared in Andy Dalton's eyes. I channeled that. I channeled that <laughs> picture. I like, you know, I get dirty. Vote red, red rocket. rocket. Do you like it dirty, Andy? It's like what dirty? Naggy, <laughs> I'm
1: going to call you Dandy, you dirty Andy.
0: <laughs> you dirty Andy, Dandy. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. We always appreciate you for taking some time out of your day to listen to us discuss sports and whatnot, whatever that we're discussing. Now, please be safe because it's kind of crazy out there. Uh, be careful with covid man it's still out there even if some people even if it's not out there it's not true i saw like what's the what's the motivational guy was like tim robbins is that the motivational guy yeah tony robbins call tony robbins man i saw him going off about covid on uh instagram the other day my man is not having it right <laughs> he was not he's really really not having it i mean some of the stuff he said was crazy crazy but still he was it was not having. I was like, all right, I I, I get you, I guess. But, uh, yeah, just take care of yourself, man, and make sure you check out the Flippin' Friends. Uh, that'll be probably dropping uh, our next installment, even though we may get a guest this week. Also, make sure you check out the Under Center podcast. We got a new uh, episode of that just dropped today, too. Discussing Andy Dalton, a little bit of Trent Williams. Uh, but, yeah, Ryan and me, always appreciate it, man, and we'll see you on the other end.